You're listening to SBS News. A Ukrainian soldier singing during his army's last stand of the Azovsta factory in Mariupol. The steelworks is now best known as a symbol of resistance against the Russian invasion. But before the war, it was a key asset of Ukraine's richest man, Rinat Akhmetov. For many, he was the walking definition of an oligarch. Before Russia attacked Ukraine in 2014, he was worth $15 billion, owning steel factories, coal mines, energy companies, a football team, a luxury flat in London, and until recently, a TV station. He was known as the King of Donbass, Ukraine's easternmost region and in the perfect position to help the Ukrainian government stamp out the first manifestations of separatism formed by Russia eight years ago. Mr. Akhmetov made his factories sound their sirens in protest, along with a fiery speech against Russia-backed separatists. No one will intimidate us, least of all people calling themselves the Donetsk People's Republic. I will not allow Donbass to be destroyed. This is where I was born, and this is where I live. But what Mr. Akhmetov did was clearly not enough. In the coming years, Ukraine lost about 20% of its territory, including most of Donbass. Another key Ukrainian oligarch, Igor Kolomoisky, has a different story with a similar ending. After Russia's invasion of 2014, Mr. Kolomoisky did what Mr. Akhmetov was expected to do. He spent millions on volunteer units fighting the Russia-backed separatists, offered a bounty for captured pro-Russians, and helped the Ukrainian army with fuel. He lost key assets and unsuccessfully tried to capture an oil company's office together with a group of men wielding machine guns. By now, Mr. Kolomoisky has all but disappeared from public view. But it's not just the war that precipitated the Ukrainian oligarch's demise. In 2021, Ukraine passed a law imposing additional checks on oligarchs and banning them from funding political parties. This was a major trigger of their decline, says Sergei Slipchenko, a journalist who investigated Ukrainian oligarchs during their heyday. This law caused a situation when, for Ukrainian oligarchs, it became difficult or politically toxic to be recognized as oligarch. Then the war started and it made life of oligarchs even more difficult. They lost their influence and they were pushed to change their activity. More focused on the way how to survive during the war. Sevgil Musaeva, the editor-in-chief of a popular news website, Ukrainska Pravda, believes that the writings on the wall for oligarchy in Ukraine. This war, this is the beginning of the end of oligarchy in Ukraine. But also the big question, we have to think about it, maybe appearance of new young oligarchs that will be created after this war, and it will be not good for Ukrainian democracy as well. But, of course, the very survival of democracy in Ukraine depends on the outcome of the war with Russia. Sam Dover, SBS News.